0: Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with author Tanya Del Rio and illustrator Will Staley about their new book, Warren the Thirteenth and the All Seeing Eye. It's a story of Warren the Thirteenth, the young heir to a mysterious hotel that has fallen on hard times. If that wasn't bad enough, Warren's conniving aunt Anaconda is turning his life upside down as she hunts for a powerful magical artifact in the hotel. The book's being published in November by Quirk Books, which is sponsoring this podcast. Tanya Del Rio has worked in the comics industry as both an artist and an author, including a 42-issue run of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and other titles for Archie Comics, Marvel, and others. She's also the creator of the webcomic My Poorly Drawn Life. Tanya, thank you for being here. Thank you. Artist Will Staley has worked in the publishing industry as a designer and art director, creating covers for Roger Ebert's Life Itself, Victoria Schwab's A Darker Shade of Magic, Michael Chabon's books, and many other titles. He's also the designer behind Hugs and Misses and Stars and Swipes, two books of postcards based off his Silhouette Masterpiece Theater series. Uh, Thanks for speaking with me, Will. Thanks for having me. So, Will, I'll start with you, because I'm getting the sense that Warren and his story kind of started with you. Uh, I saw a few posters on your website featuring Warren, but can you talk a little bit about where this character came from?
1: Yeah. So, Warren 13th, he actually came to me, in, uh, believe it or not, in a dream. I woke up one morning and had him this character in mind of this sort of odd-looking little boy in a bellhop outfit. And then I spent some time working a little bit of a story together for a mini-comic that I was doing for a comic class back in art school in Minneapolis, uh, where actually where Tanya and I had met. So that was sort of the initial start of Warren.
0: Tanya, I was just wondering, were you in some of these uh, same comics classes then?
2: Yeah, Since- actually, I was. I was... Actually majoring in animation, but I took pretty much every comic class that was offered. And so Will and I shared some of these classes. And, you know, I was really intrigued by the character when I saw him doing posters and other art featuring him. Hmm.
0: So, Will, at what point did you realize that maybe this was something that could turn into a longer book? Is that Had that always been sort of in the back of your mind?
1: Yeah, and that's sort of why I was doing some of those poster projects. After art school, I moved to New York and started working at HarperCollins Publishing I was a senior designer there. So my days were pretty full with doing book covers and other freelance projects at the time. And I really wanted to do these longer form narrative works. But there just wasn't time for that in my normal schedule. So I started doing these posters of projects that I wanted to someday pursue further. And Warren was one of those. So Warren's always been sort of one of my top three or four ideas that I've always really wanted to pursue that I'm, you know, really tied to. And I was just lucky enough that Quirk was excited about the possibilities as well. So,
0: Tanya, at what point did you uh, end up getting involved in the project? Did Will sort of reach back out to you uh, after the book project was kind of moving forward?
2: Um, well, actually, we kind of put a pitch together initially to show Quirk. And back when we were in art school, I remember um, I was actually trying to write a novel version of Warren at that point. Um, it was really terrible, but, you know, it's something that we were both looking at different ways we could use the character. You know, he was looking at the comic side of things, and I was kind of like, well, it would be fun for, you know, a prose thing. So it's something we'd always kind of had in the back burner. So when he had the relationship with Quirk through his uh, Hugs and Misses book, um, he's like, I think this would be a great opportunity to pitch Warren. And so we, I wrote a couple sample chapters, and he created some sample art. We kind of put together this whole pitch to show them. So that was kind of how that came to be.
0: Okay. And Will, obviously, this character has been with you for a long time. But in terms of the story itself that we see in this book, how did that develop? Did you know going into this project, you know, sort of what you wanted this first outing uh, about Warren to be, or was that more Tanya? How did you guys collaborate, I guess, on the narrative side of things?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the basic framework and characters were there. I mean, sort of the, the most of the characters um, have sort of survived from art school. I mean, more than thirteen years now, believe it or not, and. Um, and, but then I think the story kind of spun from that. We knew that the the general concept was going to be about the hotel and this and this mystery in the hotel. That's always been kind of a core component of the the tale. And then um, yeah, then Tanya sort of took that and just spun that out into a, into a grander scale tale. So
0: Tanya, can you talk a little bit about that process of of spinning it out? You had you know it sounds like you know the startings of a world to work with. Um, what did you want to uh, I guess bring with it or do to it?
2: Well, I wanted to capture, because I'm an avid reader of middle grade and YA myself, so I really love literature for children, and so I was just really inspired by all the other great things that were out there, and I was like, I wanted to create something that was on that level. Will said the story was kind of already percolating in the background for many years, and there have been times where I picked it up and kind of tweaked it and put it back down. So the initial pitch that we pitched to Quirk was actually more similar to our original idea that we had back in college. But through our editor, Jason Reckulack, he, Reckulack, sorry, he basically helped us kind of guide the story into a new direction, which was actually really great because it kind of, I think I was kind of hooked on this old ideas that I had that I was kind of reluctant to let go of. And by having an editor kind of say, why don't we try something different? Why don't we try this? And that, that kind of just opened a lot of doors for me. And I was like, oh, OK, like that's really awesome. And so it kind of freed me a little bit from the kind of this older idea that was just kind of sitting there and kind of stagnant. And really opened up a lot of new ideas. And it was just, yeah, just the floodgates came open and kind of got grander from there. Mm
0: -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of both visual and textual influences or other things one could easily find influences of in this book. You know, I feel like some of those opening scenes, I get a little bit of Edward Gorey. There's certainly this sort of engraving style aspect to a lot of the art, you know, that even just the, the structure of the hotel makes me think a little bit of things like the Westing game and things like that. Will, can you talk a little bit about some of the influences, whether visual or otherwise, that sort of helped maybe shape Warren at, in his story, you know, over the years?
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Edward Gorey, obviously, is a huge one. I mean, I, there's not a single, you know, work of his that I don't enjoy. So that's a big influence there. I think the other thing is just my sort of love of Victorian design and illustration and I sort of grew up in a house with parents that are antique collectors. So I I grew up surrounded by huge old clocks and taxidermy everywhere and that kind of stuff. So there's a little bit of me and some of those worn scenes. But I think the big thing also is just a real fascination with dime novels and vintage engravings and newspapers and, and things like that. So there's a lot of callbacks to those kind of moments in some of the visual cues in the book. You know, especially, obviously, it's a two-column design, so it's a little unusual that way. And there's the spot illustrations throughout, which, again, kind of reference back some of these classic, you know, Harper's Bazaar newspapers from yesteryear and things like that. So, um, yeah, those are kind of the main influences. I mean, obviously, I'm also fascinated by comics and graphic novels and this is sort of a, I, we haven't really figured out a name for this, but it's sort of it's a little bit of graphic novel light or something it's it's sort of uh heavily illustrated but not fully illustrated. It was a fantastic project it was a ton of work, but I mean I think we're both really happy with where it ended up so
0: we'll stick with you for a minute i you know I've only seen a few of the illustrations from the book, but i'm curious as it progresses is is there a fair amount of storytelling that you feel like also occurs visually and you know as opposed to just through the text
1: I feel so yeah I, I think so it's um I think it works well together too. I mean, yes. the, obviously it's it's all about how everything comes together. So uh, yeah, I, I guess you, you must have an earlier ARC, which I think there are a lot of gray boxes of yes, art, art, art to
0: come. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a bold design. <laughs> I,
1: yes, I apologize for that. Um, it's my minimalist phase there that I'm going through. But uh, no, the uh, there's a, there's a new ARC which I I will be happy to send you, or hopefully someone at Cor can send you that has a, a fully the fully illustrated book now, and it's all two color and full of a lot of lines. It's a lot of line work. So um, yeah, no, I think it's, uh I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's just incredibly fun to draw all these characters and all these scenarios and. I mean, I'm just looking forward to doing a few more of these things, so it would be, be exciting.
0: And Tanya, to go back to the uh, the idea of sort of influences and things like that, you mentioned the fact that you're also avidly reading YA and middle grade. Are there certain books that were touchstones either growing up or things that you found more recently that you feel like were in the back of your mind as you were kind of shaping uh, Warren's story?
2: Yeah, um, definitely Road Dahl was hugest influence as a child, like, I really loved how dark and kind of creepy a lot of his stories were, but also how plucky the, the main characters were. And that's kind of what I wanted to bring to Warren. And Miyazaki, I mean, I was also really influenced by his storytelling, this kind of otherworldly atmospheres and strange characters. And, you know, and of course, Will's art in general is you know, a lot of my influences are shared with him because we both had an interest in kind of Victorian dime novels, and these kind of weird. Like if you read these old dime novels, a lot of them just are really strange. Like the stories just kind of the weirdest characters you'd ever find, and like really odd scenarios. So like, kind of a mix of all these things, and you know, and of course more modern things like Harry Potter. Of course, who doesn't like that when they're thinking of storytelling? So it was just a big mash of things, but definitely Roald. Dahl, I would say is probably the number one influence I had as far as childhood storytelling
0: and you uh certainly got to create some pretty uh eerie you know upsetting witches in this one too <laughs>
2: yes absolutely <laughs> are they
0: slotting somewhere between doll and your work with sabrina the teenage witch maybe somewhere in between exist uh anaconda and her sisters
2: exactly yes I, i've always loved the whole witch archetype in general so it's just been fun to play with that
0: You know, Will, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, I guess, the creation of the art. You know, again, a lot of it has this sort of real vintage etching type quality, but were you creating this all digitally? Are some of those little etching-like images ones that you found, or have you created pretty much everything that we see in those pages?
1: Yeah, it's sort of a mashup process. I, I wish it was really streamlined and there was some easy way to explain it, but it's it's a mixture of things. There's uh, obviously, you know, all the characters are drawn and then they're rendered, and I, I and and I basically sort of apply or, or add effects to give some of this engraving style and look to them. But then there's also collage with old engravings that I found that are. You know, in public domain. And so it's a mixture of collage and new artwork. And then there's even some 3D digital models that I've built. So, like the actual hotel itself is actually a, a 3D digital model. So, I can spin around and render that out in different views as it's sort of a main character that will be. Used for the near future here, so yeah, it's really sort of a, a mashup of uh, all different styles to try to get to this one look and feel so
0: and will, were you pretty heavily involved in the layout and I guess the design, uh, you know especially considering how much art there is and how it's integrated into the text
1: yeah that was that was one of the real challenges is that we pitched quirked this concept of the two column design, which I was excited about until I realized that I basically would have to wait till we had final copy to flow it in, to then do all the artwork. So it sort of was a bit of a, a time crunch to pull everything together, the, you know, uh, as far as the design and, and final illustration, but um, but it, it all came together. So
0: And then, Tanya, for you, how long were you actually working on the story itself?
2: It was a bit of a time crunch because once we got the pitch approved by Quirk and they were really excited about it, they're like, we think we can do this for next, like, Halloween, roughly. <laughs> so it was a matter of months. It was a very rushed process. Um, like a lot of long days of just writing like crazy. And it did help that one of the months was during the national novel writing Month. So I pretty much went to all those meetups and just like wrote with all these other people like all day. And it was just definitely an exercise and just a quick draft and then heavy editing and polishing. So it was, it was a short turnaround. Luckily for book two, we're going to have a lot more time, but um, yeah, it was, it was a time crunch, but it was, it was a good exercise in and sort of not Kicking at your writing while you're writing it and just kind of letting it flow.
0: Will, were you also feeling the pressure as far as getting uh, all the art uh, put together? Uh, I, I was, yeah.
1: And I think uh, anyone that knows me will volunteer that I am a, a total workaholic. Um, but this was probably the most I've ever worked on any, any, anything solidly. So there was uh, many, many restless nights. So I hope people enjoy the book.
0: And uh, I think both of you have sort of alluded to, to future books. Will, is this going to be then uh, a series? Do you guys have a specific arc in mind?
1: I don't know if we have a specific arc in mind. I think it's sort of more of an open-ended adventure at this point. You know, we have a, a, this book two that we're working on currently, and, and we'll see where that takes us. And if, you know, we can push this thing further out. But I think we have a lot of fun plans for Warren. And I, I think there's many, many more stories to tell here. So,
0: And I'd love to hear just a little bit about, you know, what you guys might also have uh, coming up uh, in the future besides this book. Uh, Tanya, are you working on other projects as well?
2: Um. Yeah, I'm working on a tutorial book for manga character design, um, for Focal Press, and I'm also continuing to do kind of random comic-related stuff. I'm still writing stories for Archie Comics. I'm working on a couple covers, and also just working on other personal writing projects that hope hopefully will see the light of day.
0: Very good. How about you, Will? Are you still actively designing uh, book covers, other sort of design work as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So design book covers is still my, you know, my day job, I guess I would say, which I love and enjoy and get to work with, you know, incredibly talented authors. So that's, that's a lot of fun. And then outside of that, we have war number two coming out. And then I also have a, um, a cartoon and development at Nickelodeon right now, which is a, a different concept, not Warren. So we'll see where that all ends up. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, you know, staying busy like always. So it's great.
0: Excellent. So, you know, with the, uh, the book coming out in November, uh, do you guys have anything planned either online or in-store events, things like that, Tanya?
2: Yeah, um, well, if you want to check uh, warren com, that's where pretty much anything will be posted regarding events and appearances, things like that, and also some giveaways. We have a, a friend of ours is working on an EP of music based on the book that's kind of inspired by the book, so that'll be kind of fun, and we're going to plan some cool giveaways and other things like that. And also, I'm active on Twitter at Tanya Rio. Um I know, I don't know if Will has a Twitter account that he wants to use.
0: Are you out there too, Will? I, I am, yeah. So
1: I have my, my Wilhelm's Daily, which is um, probably not... Um, um, kid approved. So <laughs> i kid-approved. So I just started up a new one uh, the other night, which is just at Unusual Corp, uh, which is my my uh, design company. So people can find me there. So
0: Excellent. Well, uh, congratulations to both of you on the uh, book. And thanks again for speaking with me. Thank, Thank you very fabulous. much. Once again, I've been talking with Tanya Del Rio and Will Staley, whose book, Warren the 13th and The All-Seeing Eye, comes out from Quirk Books in November. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast.